Welcome to the Upwards Positive Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Tim. Journey to positive thinking through stories, music, movies, and much more. Join the guides as they help provide you with positive thinking and ideas to help you through hard times in the journey of life. Wanted to do something um, a little bit old school today. I think we're, we're going to kick it old school. And uh, we, were, we were talking about kind of experiences and influences and we wanted to just share a couple of songs um, that growing up kind of meant something to us, kind of talk through them as to why and all that kind of stuff. So we had a, um, to be honest with you, I, you know, when we talked about doing this episode, when I started looking at some of the songs that just came to mind, it's hard. It was really hard to decide what, what two songs to pick and, and really talk about. Um, at first there, there was a, there was a lot of different songs that are memorable, you know, growing up and influencing, you know, certain parts of my childhood and young adulthood and all that kind of stuff. But, but I decided to really focus in on, on kind of the core of my music back in, in when I first started listening to music and having my own CDs and buying my own CDs. I remember, you know, asking my parents to take me to the store, right. And going to buy that album that just came out. (laughs) And, uh, it was, uh, I I was really into at that time, the Christian sing. So I, I didn't listen to mainstream music. I didn't listen to, um, you know, country music or pop music or rap or anything like that. I, a lot of my experiences growing up in those elementary middle school years, if you will, really started around Christian music. And it wasn't like forced on me by my parents or anything like that. Um, you know, I had a lot of influence from youth groups that I was in growing up in a church and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of naturally flowed in my life that way. So um, I wanted to share a couple of those songs with you and I'm, I'll, I'll share the first one, which is, uh, again, I mean, the, these songs, there's so many of them. Well, and I'm sure we'll, the, we'll, we'll touch on this throughout different podcasts, but the first one that I wanted to share with everybody was a song um, by Newsboys called Let It Rain. And this song, let me pull up the lyrics here. Um, Newsboys was kind of one of the, there's three main artists or bands back when I kind of started listening to music that were just really popular back in the Christian music scene. Newsboys was one of them. Audio Adrenaline was another. And then the the King, if you will, the one that really, I think, set the stage for many, many, many other band, bands and artists. And that just the genre in general was DC Talk. And they kind of had a short period of crossover um, within some of their songs because their lyrics were so powerful, but, um, I, I chose this, this song by newsboys, which was again, one of the top three in my mind from that era, because this song to me is really where my life as a Christian kind of began. I, I remember listening to this song. I remember walking around the neighborhood, having my headphones in. It's actually started to rain when I was listening to the, to this song mm. and the words just kind of caught me and, and uh, just brought that emotion over, over me and really solidified in my life. Um, my journey, I was going to take and following Christ and moving down that road myself. So the, uh, the lyrics are actually, it kind of chose it too. Cause the lyrics are pretty deep to be honest with you. 
Um, and I think you can get a lot of meaning in there for just depending on, you know, what lens you're looking through. Right. So the, the lyrics themselves, it, it starts off by saying, I have watched and wondered as the words you call as with words, you calm the raging sea. I have seen you make wine from water, mud and water made blind man see water still reminds me of the seaside where our eyes first met. I think that to me, like that first part of just kind of having a picture in your head of reading the Bible and then kind of relating that to real world stuff, right? Like a big part of my life is being outdoors and seeing God through nature and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think those lyrics to me really hit home with that is that you, I, I, even though like I'm reading the Bible, it wasn't me that was there in that story. I can relate to those circumstances, you know, when I go outside and I'm on that walk that I was on, you know, listening to this music. And then chorus goes on to say, let it rain. Lord, we're waiting for your rain to fall. Let it rain, bringing back the wonder of it all. And I can see your face again when you let it rain. And again, it just maybe more personal experience of the circumstances of me listening to that song on a walk. It started to rain, but th this is one of those songs that I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, it's one of those that I, that I come back to time and time again. In fact, I, I have a whole playlist that I created called growing up Christian, just kind of bringing me back to all those songs in that period of time. Um, which I go back time and time again. And it's kind of really cool to really see my own kids when I play that playlist, enjoy that same type of music. So. Well, I think that what you explained is like magical in the moment that you lived it because you, you go out and like you're on that walk and then you feel this rain and it's like a natural thing that, you know, hearing those, those tunes and listening to that as that's happening is a natural thing anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, feeling the rain hit you and the experiencing the way you, when you breathe, when it's rainy, it's just like, everything's different, you know, everything's fresh and renewed and cleaned. And I think you get that feeling and that, and that makes sense because the song, obviously I've actually never heard the song, but just hearing the lyrics you were just describing, um, it really touches home to, um, you know, God and, and creation and all that. So I think it makes complete sense when you're out there and you are hearing that song in that environment that you would feel that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, there, there, there's different lyrics in here that kind of, I think, can, can help people through different areas. Like part, part of the words that are in the song, and I'm not going to go through all the words, um, but one of the, one of the more powerful things that, that this song says is, I've been foolish. I thought I knew it all. Three times I denied you. Your forgiveness like a waterfall washes away all my shame. And that, that's, that to me is the essence of, old life versus new life. Right. And, and being able to walk away from that, those sins and those temptations and that, that, and that, that comes in many, many forms that comes in the form of loneliness that comes in the form of depression that comes in the form Anger. of drinking that comes in the form of, you know, addiction that comes in a lot of different forms and, you know, to really have that message built behind this um, is just so powerful to me. And, I, and if you haven't heard the song, which I, I don't think you, I think you said you didn't, um, you put it to the music that they do, the, the calming music. I mean, it is just such a great flow throughout all the lyrics attached to the melody and all that kind of stuff that it's just such a powerful song. So it's, it's, One, it's amazing to me when you put the words with the music, 
the difference that it, the feeling it gives you. It's like a completely yeah. different feeling. It's almost like it touches your soul directly. It's not like, you know, before where it's just like you're a shell. And it, it, and if you think about it, people are like that, right? We're all shells. We walk around like, I don't know you. Hi, how are you doing? You know, but like music, it just goes right through you. There's no way of stopping it. Just like Jesus can go right through yeah. you. You know, once you, once you realize it, just sometimes it takes a minute to realize. And I think the paragraph you just described and read, uh, it was a very powerful, um, very powerful lyric. And in there, um, I think when it, you know, wash away and basically I, I, now I remember, you know, and I made a mistake again, that's completely normal for a person to have issues throughout their life where they are, they think they're good, you know, like I'll come to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk in my mind, I'll talk to Jesus the way I think I need to talk to him. Yeah. I go through and I fix things, right? Oh, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I know I did it. Help me be better. And then you're good then for a while. Right. And you have this like little distance where you forget that you had that conversation with him. Um, and you then lose your track again, and then you get back on the tracks. I think it's a pretty normal, natural thing to fall off tracks and get back on tracks. Yeah. There's so Every many day, stories, man. so many stories of people who people would consider just, you know, nobody losers, like crackheads and all this stuff that turn their lives around and go from the lowest low you can be to living a normal life where you would, I guess what we would consider normal life. But even so there's people who just find freedom of love and happiness and has nothing to do with money or has nothing to do with status and has nothing to do with what culture you're from or what God you believe in. You know, it's just finding that path that's, you know, helps you look up, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and it is, it's, it's such a powerful thing to really know that it, it, it there, there's no perfection out there right? You're never going to have a perfect day. You're never going to have a perfect anything. You're, there's going to be failures every single day in your life. Um, and it's, it's how we recognize those failures and how we react to those failures. And it's hard sometimes. I mean, when you, when you fail, I think a lot of people and myself included get a sense of they just want to run, right? I screwed up. I want to run. It's fight or flight, right? Do I, do I fight or do, do I just want to hide and run away from my mistakes? And it's so easy to hide and run away from mistakes. And the, the harder course is always to fight, make it right. Try to try to change something in your life um, to really make it towards that next step in your journey that, that you're going on. And, you know, failure is going to happen. And I think that that's part of the point of this is to say, you're going to fail. There's no doubt about it. I don't care what stage of life you're in. I don't, I don't, care where you're at, you're going to fail. And how do you come out of that? Where do you go to? What's your focus? What's your passion? What's your, what's your core belief system that's going to help you get through to that next step in your journey and continue to end well, end your life well. And that's something yeah. that I hear and I talk, talk to, you know, a lot of people about is finishing strong, right? When, when you're in a sport, it doesn't matter whether you're winning, whether you're losing, the key is that you're doing the best that you can and you finish strong, whatever that means in, yeah. in your journey that you finish strong. And, and it's about that. It's about when you fall down, getting back up, doing it again, and just finishing strong and not giving up. So, and, and I challenge, you know, people who retired, people who are in their eighties, even, I mean, like a lot of times, you know, you think like, Oh, I'm at the end of, you know, I'm, I'm done with that. I don't have to worry about work, but it's this, this conversation is not necessarily about work, right? There's work. Mm -hmm. And then there's issues at work you deal with and you get through it. But the, the thing at the top level is you have to remember that um, those what, what we're talking about here is part of everyday life. So 
Sure, it could be your work, but also it could be a relationship with your child. It could be a relationship with their, your grandson or grand, your, your niece or nephew. It's more about, you know, all those relationships. Are you failing at those? Do you even know if you're failing at those? Have you paid attention to know you're failing or not failing? Yeah. I mean, no, you're, you're absolutely sometimes right. That, you so. just lose track. Like myself, I've have, I have great nieces and nephews. And what I do, I regret not being able to spend a lot of time with them. Absolutely. You know, I look back on it. I'm like, wow, I was so busy with my children that I never really spent time with them, you know, which is like, wow, you know, it's just like, Ooh, you know, it all comes at you so quickly. And then you, cause you want to be that cool uncle. You want to be that, you know what I mean? Like in your mind, that's what you want to be. Like, I want to be, you know, uncle Dave and, you know, I want the kids to love me and want to come see me. Right. You know what I mean? But like, I think when you have yeah. your own kids, you kind of lose track of that. How do, how do you navigate that? You know, yeah, I think so you do. Be, be, it's hard. It's hard to separate dad role from uncle role, from husband role to friend role, you know, to stranger role. It, it's, it's hard when, when you're in there, especially being a dad. I mean, that, that's a, that's a big one. I mean, when you're a dad, your whole life changes the way yeah. you think about things. Um, how you treat things, the example that you try to be. Um, I, and I'll be the first one to say having kids to me has made me a better person. It's made yeah. me more aware of where I'm at in life and the things that I need to, to hold myself accountable to because I hold myself, my, my kids accountable for that. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, you, you know, you got to work first, get your job done, then you can enjoy some free time all, all in, in you, but there's certain steps in that. Right. And sometimes I fail at that. I'm, I'm playing before I'm working, you know, and yeah. that type of thing is, is, is something that I need to hold myself accountable to. But again, getting, getting out of that dad phase and really flipping your relationship and how you interact with other people, that's hard. And I think probably some of the hard parts about that is you're not doing it all the time, right? That's one of their regrets. I, I don't, yeah. I don't get to see my, my niece and nephew all the time. Um, and so you don't have that all the time to really work on, but I, I think it's important. And I think it's really awesome actually that you're able to recognize that and know what you want out of that. So you can work on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, just, you know, again, I think actually, to be honest, it's kind of funny, but this, this podcast has helped myself. <laughs> Not only is it upwards positive for other people, but it's actually helped myself because I've actually realized lately I've been um, doing a a, a totally different type of parenting job where I don't yell at all. And I actually just take things away simply without even arguing. Just like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, man. You know, that was a bad decision. Tomorrow you can't play with the iPad. You know, and it's actually starting to work a lot better. There's like a lot less arguing around. Because sometimes you just get so mad about something because you're like, really? They really did that? What you now? Know? How many times do I have to say it? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you get yeah. so frustrated. And I, so yeah. I've been trying to take my own advice <laughs> and our advice on the show and just been trying to go mellow about everything and try not to get excited or anxious or have fear. I think fear is one of the biggest problems in life that people just, you know, like we talked about in another a show before with Matt Nathanson's lyric about that. It's just, you're always in fear of something that's going to come, but it's not, it doesn't mean it's ever going to come. So, you know, it's just like, you're always like thinking like, like a doomsday preppers, right? Yeah. Those guys are like building for this thing. It's going to happen, but their whole life goes by and never happened. They just waste all that fear and energy thinking about yeah. it. So anyway, okay. No, you're right though. I, I will say just real quick before we move on here that this has helped me as well. I mean, not, not only in the same ways as you, like I find myself much more centered in, in regards to not, you know, not letting those emotions dictate the reaction. 
in yeah. regards to what I'm doing. But just in general, I mean, just preparing for these podcasts, being able to put myself in the mindset of trying to be more positive, right? You want to you wanna be what you're talking about. I don't want to be a hypocrite on this podcast and say yeah. all of these things. But then when you look at my personal life, it doesn't look anything like that. So doing this has actually helped me kind of focus more on that positive side of my own life, just because I get to talk to you guys about it. And because of that, I feel a sense of responsibility in that as well. So yeah. absolutely. So um, you want to move on to uh, yeah. maybe we'll one of my... your songs here? Yeah, sure. So one of the songs I picked, um, I picked, a long this is a song i've listened to i don't really listen anymore to be honest but this song goes way back and i started thinking about what songs really inspired me but yeah also helped me get through hard times and um the there's actually a couple but the biggest one is garth brooks the dance and the dance uh was a song for me that when my dad did die years back in 96 it was a song that really helped me carry me you know through that that moment of time that was very hard to navigate um so in some of the lyrics of that song, which most people probably heard the dance by Garth Brooks, but you haven't, honestly, it's a great song, but it's a very sad song. So, um, you know, just prepare yourself. It's, it's a little bit rough, but I think it's just very powerful and it really helps put closure to things. And um, anyway, I'll just read through some of the lyrics. It says, uh, looking back on the memory of the dance we share beneath the stars above for a moment, all the world was right. How could I have known that you'd ever say goodbye? So the first portion of that is obvious that you live life and then at a random notice, somebody passes away. This is how I took the song, you know, yeah. everybody's. Um, and so the point of the story though, and, and for me in that, especially in the first part of that, uh, actually, you know, let me read the second part before I throw that in there. It says, and now I'm glad I didn't know the way it all would end the way it all would go. Our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd had to have missed the dance. So basically saying that you're living life, you need to live life to the fullest. That's, the, that's honestly the, the point of the story. Don't miss the little things. Try to pay attention to your kids more, put down the TV, shut the TV off. You know, we've been doing this thing in my family uh, recently. Um, we, we skipped a couple of days, but we're doing the same. It's brand new. We've never done this before. We call it Thomas time. And basically we all sit this little circle thing in my family room, the four of us, and we talk. And we go around. <laughs> it's pretty interesting, you know, and it, but it's, yeah. it's a really it's really important to me now, especially since like, you know, rereading this song now just makes me feel it even more like I'm glad we're doing this, you know, because and this is something we just started like over Christmas break. And I, you know, it's just a time for each of us, you know, we pass around something you have to hold the talk so that, you know, we're not over doing it or whatever and just let everybody talk, whatever they want to talk about it could be about school it could be about family it could be about what they're feeling because right now it's just crazy times anyway so maybe kids need to express more what they want to talk about right so with this song it's the same thing with my dad is that yeah sure i you know i would never have wanted to know it was going to end that way but like knowing and being ready um would have been in my opinion worse it was just like you live your life and then that's, you know, when something like this happens is traumatic, but at the same time, it's the dance, right? This is the dance we all shared. So. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and for me, it's, it's actually very deep. I mean, it, it, it's, it hits me in saying, Hey, listen, because I didn't know I was able to enjoy that, that dance, that moment that we had to the fullest, because 
if I knew that that was going to be the only time that we did this or the last time that we did this, it would completely change from enjoyment to grieving and it would completely change what we have together in that moment. So not knowing what tomorrow is going to bring, but enjoying what you have today is going to bring way more fulfillment than worrying about what's going to happen next. Yep, for sure. Um, it goes on and says, um, holding you, I held everything for a moment. Wasn't I the King, but if I only known how the King would fall, Hey, who's to say, you know, I might've changed it all. Um, but again, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, I know. it's hard not to say, <laughs> but yeah, you feel that way, right? You feel like everything's great. Everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, something major happens and you're like, wow, like you lose your job. I mean, it could be anything, honestly. But my point of this story is and the reason I wanted to bring this one up is, look, you are living the dance right now. Yeah. And I want to be clear. So when you listen to the song, just remember, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Something is going to happen. I guarantee you someone's going to die at some point. I mean, everybody dies. So the dance will end, you know, and so you need to enjoy what you have right now and so that's my song the dance the dance yeah no it is that's it's very important and thanks for sharing this because it is it is really important to to live in those moments um to enjoy every bit of every moment that you have and it's that that's i i say that easily in in words in reality that's not easy you know, there's going to be moments that we fail, right? And we just talked about that in the song that I shared. There's going to be moments that you're not going to live up for the enjoyment and have and have the right attitude. And you're going to fail in those moments. But again, it's about remembering how to get back to the right side of things. And you can't always do that alone. I think that's important. Um, yeah. You know, you need other people. Just, just like, you know, these thoughts are my thoughts, but I don't know if I would have thought them without you right here talking Mm -hmm. to me right now and talking to somebody else, having somebody else alongside you, reaching out for help when you need it, um, I think goes to show the true character of who you are. And I don't know anybody in my group of people that would judge anybody for reaching out for help at all. They, people, people tend to judge themselves. I don't think think they realize that that they don't get judged by other people's people as much as they think they do. Yeah. Again, it goes back to fear. I think fear always overtakes people's thoughts and it's literally one of the worst things to deal with. Um, Yeah. You know, is, is anybody, you know, so absolutely. All right. Tim, what's your next one? So my next one, I'm going to still keep it in my uh, growing up Christian playlist here. And uh, this one is by a uh, group called building. 429 and they came out with a song that was really popular called where I belong. So I'm, let me pull up the lyrics here. Cause I had yours pulled up on my screen and uh, this song it really, to me, I think the, the main message and we'll, we'll read through some of it here. The main message is, is having that feeling of not where you're supposed to be, not where, no. you know, in the moment that you're at, maybe the depression, maybe the loneliness you feel, maybe the job that you're in um, really not having a sense of belonging anywhere and knowing that, you know what, you're right. You, you don't belong where you're at right now. You belong up in heaven with Jesus and you're going to have struggles in this world. And those struggles are doing nothing but pointing you in a direction and taking you on a journey, um, you know, towards the end. So it is. So, so let me, let me read some of the lyrics here. 
Uh, it just starts off by saying, sometimes I feel like I'm watching from the outside. Sometimes I feel like I'm breathing, but am I alive? I will keep searching for answers that aren't here to find. And then it goes straight into the chorus, which says, all I know is I'm not home yet. This is not where I belong. Take this world and give me Jesus. This is not where I belong. And again, it just that that message of just saying you're searching for something. You're you you feel like you're not where you should be. You feel lonely. You feel on the outskirts. You feel like you have no friends. And that's where it really kind of hit me as a period of time in my life, which surprisingly, like I, I there was a period of time where I was really lonely. You know, didn't think that I had a lot of friends. Um, you know, just kind of searching for meaning in life. And this song really hit me to the core saying, you know what, you're right. I'm searching for all these things, but all these things that I'm searching for is just proving the point of saying, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. There is a bigger purpose for me. There is a bigger place that, that I'm supposed to be. And this moment in time is to get me there. Everybody's got to get there. You know, when you're driving on a long trip, your car might break down, but you get it fixed and you keep moving. And those periods of downtime are, are, are hard to deal with. Sometimes it throws you off schedule, you know, but you're going to get there eventually. And it's about holding on to that hope in life. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's, it's an interesting um, feeling of when you don't belong somewhere. And I guess I can take it, uh, you're not in the right spot or whatnot. I can take that into just general life. Um, when your friends go to college and you're stuck at home and you didn't get a chance to go to the same college, like for me in the beginning. So it was that feeling of like, well, God, you know, where am I? And no one's around anymore, you know? So I just remember that feeling pretty dramatically. Um, and not necessarily in the Jesus way, but in just a normal living way yeah. for me, at least at that moment. And, you know, I think that resonates a lot. I feel like once in a while, I feel that way a lot. Like, you know, um, you know, where am I in life? Or, you know, the other day I was actually, you know, for my birthday, we had, uh, we talked to Howie Day, which was really incredible. Honestly, my wife set that up. It was nuts. But then I started thinking about that. And he's, he's our same age as us. I didn't realize that. And I thought about that. I'm like, you know, it's so strange to me because like when, you, when you're in life and you're going through these paths of life, right? So he's on this path and I'm on this path and we're the same age, basically. And we're like, you know, completely different paths, right? Sure. And, but part of me was like, man, why, what if I would have did that path? What if I would have stayed playing music? Would I have been big in music? Would I have not? But does it really matter? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like, and that's where I, like now I'm actually a lot, I feel a lot better about what we just talked about, about feeling where you belong is where you belong. And I feel like now in life, I just, I belong here doing what I'm doing. You know, I feel it yeah. now. Like before I always questioned it. Like, should I have tried to be a musician? Should I have, you know, um, but now I'm just like, you know what, that was, God put me in the right spot. You know, he's where I should be. And this is what I was meant to do. Yeah. And that, that's exactly right. I mean, you're, you're regardless of you feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be, you're where you are supposed to be at this moment. That, that, and that's the whole point at this moment, you might not feel like you're in the right spot, but you are, there's a, there's somewhere else that you're going to be. You're not going to always stay where you're at, but it's about realizing that hope that's out there, that end hope that's out there. So, you know, and I think it's just so powerful. And, and, you know, one thing that I didn't want to do on this podcast is really like just preach and talk about, you know, just Bible verses and Jesus and God. I, I had to today because I really wanted to share kind of my experiences growing up and how I got to where I'm at. Cause I think that's really important. 
But I think that regardless of all of that, there is true meaning out there in these, in these words that can help you wherever you're at in life. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think in my head about like the drastic lonely person, maybe thinking about, um, you know, committing suicide and that kind of thing, which would be absolutely horrible. Um, and please don't and reach out to me or, you know, anybody, uh, for that matter in regards to, to needing to talk to somebody, but at the end of the day, there's hope. And, and I guess that that's, I, I looking back, like growing up, I had some really dark moments in my life. And I think that's why these, these songs that I picked today are very deep in that regards is because those songs are really what helped me through those periods of time to get me through to the next step, to that next step in the ladder, up the next rung of that ladder. So interesting. Um, just how important it's to me. Music. Again. So it's what's interesting how it's always music. It is. I mean, that, that's, it is absolutely. And in, in some, well, in some people it might not be right. I mean, maybe they don't listen to music all that much, but, there's other things there's there's books exactly that's exactly right there's books there's this podcast that we're talking about i mean there's a whole host of other things that can bring out emotion in you um to get you to where you where where you're in the right spot mentally to be able to deal with the situation that you're in and uh, to me it's always been music to you i think it's always been music and i think that's why um we like bringing this stuff out to everybody yeah I also, I didn't think about this for the first couple of podcasts, but like, I, I guess we didn't really talk about our backgrounds at all. And I, I just want to be clear that, you know, I was raised Catholic. I did not practice, you know, going to church that much after once I got, you know, once I would say probably like out of elementary school, once I was out of elementary school and catechism and all that, like I never really went back to church again. Like it wasn't for me. And I would go periodically. I'm not gonna say I didn't go at all, but, um, I always believed in Jesus, always believed in God. So I never like felt I need to go and restate the same thing that I could just talk to him about at home or wherever I was. But, um, you know, recently I've been going more, um, more of the, I don't know what Kensington is, Tim or Woodside, those type of churches, but yeah, it's like a non-denom, like Baptist non-denom type of church. So I've been, I've been, we've yeah. been watching those on the live cast now. We used to go to them before COVID, but we, we had a good time. It's you go and you have a coffee. They, they talk about God. They're not, they're not, uh, what's the word priest. They're not actual priest or uh, anything with the Catholic specific religion. But anyway, my point is good people are good people. <laughs> I never, for me, it's never been like about anything like that. It's always been, I believe, and this is what I'm doing in my mind that, you know, it helps me believe, um, to go through, but anyway. All right. Yep. I have my next song. Are we on four song already? We are, we are on, uh, we are on the, uh, the big reveal. All right. Big reveal. <laughs> this one so, should be pretty interesting. Yeah. So the, so basically growing up, like I, so I kind of do these strange transitions where I actually elementary school into junior high. I think I, I like rap a lot. Like I was just into that. And then I kind of moved into country and then I kind of moved into like the Google dolls and Dave Matthews stuff. And like, you know, in high school, and then in college into like the John Mayers and the Matt Nathanson's Howie Days. But um, so the song that I, uh, the other second song, I really touched me a lot. And it, it's called uh, Thug's Mansion by Tupac. And this goes back a long way. But, you know, the song to me is about a culture that is overcoming something that's so strong and, and, and to them so harsh that, you know, they need this mansion where when they die, this is where they go in heaven and whatnot. And the song is just so strong. It might be hard to read it because there's a lot of swear words and stuff in here, 
Uh, but I can read some of it. Um, some of the parts in here. Um, a place to spend my quiet nights, time to unwind, so much pressure in this life of mine. I cry at times at once contemplated suicide and and would have and would have tried, but when I held that nine, all I could see was my mama's eyes. No one knows my struggles. They only see the trouble, not knowing it's hard to carry on when no one loves you. Picture me inside the misery of poverty. No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I survived. So this is like amazing to me because like these, first off, if you don't, if you never listen to Tupac Shakur, he is an amazing writer. He is like a poet. This guy come out of nowhere, uh, you know, raised with nothing, you know, in poverty and, and, and became a multimillionaire, you know, singing these rap songs that uh, are actually all really, really well done and really good. And, um, so I don't know, you know, I think like this, this touched me a lot, this song when I first heard it, cause I was just like, wow, you know, you got this culture, you got this, you know, guy who's like writing this stuff by himself. It's not like he has writers writing things for him. He's writing this amazing song. And when you hear it, it's got like an acoustic guitar. It's actually extremely well done. And it really touches your soul completely. And it makes you think differently. It makes you take yourself outside of your little box in the world and see it from a picture of what's happening to other people in this world, you know, and their culture and what's happening. And I just, I don't know, man, there's something about it. It just really touched me a lot. It's, it's a deep song. No, just like a lot of the songs, honestly. Definitely powerful lyrics there. I mean, in, in regards to really having the, this image. And I, I think it's, I think it's still, you know, still true. I, this is, this is one of those lyrics, one of those, those, songs that can transcend generations of people right because the struggles don't change a lot um in regards to the struggles that he's that he's talking about in here and i I love i love how really what he's saying is that in, in his mind he sees this place that he can go to be safe right outside of all these struggles that he's going for it, it brings it back again. I think it ties in perfectly with, I think a lot of the other stuff that we talked about today is having that place of hope, right? That, that thug mansion that, you know, we can all go to and have a good time at and not have to worry about all these worldly problems that we have on a day to day basis. Super deep. I mean, he, <laughs> I'll, I'll read one more paragraph from it. Cause it's just really, I mean, it's so well done. It says, uh, will I survive all the fights and the darkness trouble sparks, They tell me home is where the heart is. Dear departed, I shed tattooed tears and couldn't sleep good for multiple years. Witness peers catch gunshots. Nobody cares. Seeing the politicians ban us. They rather see us locked up in chains. Please explain why they can't stand us. Is there a way for me to change? Or am I just a victim of things I I do to maintain? I need a place to rest my head where the little bit of homeboys that remain because all the rest are dead. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you, when you hear it, you don't really hear all these words sometimes. And I think like, even me, like I've listened to some for years. I didn't even know some of these detailed things in here, but I mean, yeah. wow. You know I mean? It is um, really, really interesting, but I, I definitely recommend listening to it. Uh, if you guys get a minute, it's a song that you're going to like the sound of it right off the bat. It's, it's literally with the acoustic guitar and there's a, like an R&B singer who sings one part of it. And uh, it's really, really well done. And, and, you know, like I said, somebody like Tupac, where you might think that, you know, hey, this guy is just a, another black guy that raps and blah, blah, blah. But it's not true. I mean, 
he was literally a poet, um, an amazing person. If you ever seen him in any like interviews and stuff, he was always about the people, you know, it was a big deal to him and they struggled in California to them. The cops were always, you know, looking at him wrong and, you know, trying to get him on things. So that's why you'll hear a lot of that in their songs. There's like always this fight, you know, with the, with the police in that region for them. And I think that's where it comes out a lot. Not just him, any, any rapper that came out of California, ice cube, didn't matter. That whole stretch of um, California always had issues. And you'll hear that in any song, Dr. Dre, any of those guys. So it's, it's very interesting, but I love what I love about it mostly is the depth and the writing and the message. I mean, it's, it's real life. It's not like, Hey, I'm just making this crap up. It's like, this is what's happening. This is where yeah. we are, you know? And that to yeah. me, it was just blew me away. It made the hairs on my neck stand up when I first heard it. Cause I just, it's just really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you picked this song because it's, it's out of the genre of what we've talked about, right. In regards of music and lyrics and all that kind of stuff. But I think even more than that, it actually has a very similar message of the other songs, right. In, in regards to having a struggle. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I, I haven't walked in his shoes. I haven't walked in the places that grow, grew up the way that he did been involved with the racism that he was involved with and all of that kind of stuff. But you still at the heart of it had this person saying things. I can imagine it better than where I'm at right now. I can imagine hope. I can imagine something else that, that is for me, for my community. And we got hope out there that we're going to get there someday. Yeah. Right. So, and, and you're a- right, man. Tupac's, the one thing, dude, like you talk about a lyricist, you talk about a poet. He had some crazy deep lyrics and not just this song in a lot of the songs that he did. He was one of those guys that would write something and it would say one thing, but the message would be something that was completely much deeper on a different level. And it was, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. And it was, and when he died, like I was extremely sad about it because I remember that. And I remember when I, where I was and everything. Cause I just remember thinking like the world just lost like an amazing person. Like, I mean, you know, his writing again is just something that touched people of all genres, all races. And I don't know. I hope he knew that, you know, I hope he realized what he actually had done. Um, and it's too bad because he was a person that needed to be around because he yeah. needed to help speak. He would have been a political leader as he got older, for sure. I mean, he would have, if you would have got, you know, in his 60s, 70s, he could have probably ran for any sort of government, you know? I mean, people yep. would have believed him and been behind him. Anyway, uh, before we go, I'm going to leave you guys with one more song I just found, and I was just thinking about it, and I, I want to leave you guys on a positive note, as usual. If you haven't heard the song, you should reach out, look it up. It's a guy named Cody Fry. And Cody um, toured with Ben Rector. It's kind of how I found him. Uh, but this is how I feel right now because of COVID and just kind of being in the house all the time. Nothing's open. Can't do anything. So uh, definitely check this song out. It's called go. And I'm going to read just some of the lyrics real quick from it. Uh, And it says, I want to go do something kind of crazy. I want to go drive all night with you right next to me. I want to go feel the pounding of your heartbeat. When we get up high, won't look down. We won't look back. And when I die, I want to know I lived like that. I want to run in wide spaces. I want to fly like the wind in high places, rushing like water on my face with your hand in my hand. I want to dance into the moment, kiss you like you've never been kissed before me. I would go anywhere you want to go with your hand in my hand. Um, and and I'll, say, I'll say this one last piece. I know it's a lot real quick, but it says, I want to go make pictures look like postcards. 
I want to go take train a train and watch you sleep right in my arms. I want to go where we don't know where we are, climb something high, don't look down and don't look back. And when I die, I want to live like that. So I, I don't know. I just, I feel like everybody right now is so bottled up and not traveling. You know, normally we're going to Florida, we're going somewhere and it, it's just like, I just want to go. Like, I want to get out of here. You know, like I want to go experience life and yeah. see things, you know? So it's just a great, great song for that. It is. No, and in, in, in definitely, I mean, enjoy the moment, right? Make every, make every moment count. You don't know when your last one's going to be. You don't know when the person sitting next to you, their last one is going to be. So it's not always about yourself. You got to look at others and enjoy everybody around you, your whole family. And if something's gone wrong, work to fix it. If something's going right, make it better. Keep it going. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. I mean, and that's right. Don't, don't let those negative emotions, those negative moments bring you down stay calm, stay collected, stay content. And man, I'll tell you, dude, the enjoyment that you get from contentment in life is just absolutely phenomenal. All right, guys, God bless you. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, take care.